Hello, friend, and welcome into this episode of Bible Talk. I'm Angie Bauman, and with me today is my Bible Talk co-host. That's not easy for me to say, apparently. My Bible Talk co-host, <laughs> Susie Crosby. Susie, my friend, welcome back. Thank you. I can't believe I get to do this with you, Angie. I love doing these with you. As you know, Susie is the author of the devotional Just One Word, a book of 90 devotions, all based around using one word to set our minds on the never-ending power of God's work in our lives. I'm going to put you on the spot. Why never-ending power? What is that about for you? Um, I think just because my feelings are a big part of my life, like the the ups and downs. I'm a very emotional person. And so just to know that, that God's power is never ending, like it's constant, even when I don't feel it or mm. I don't see it, just the constancy of God's power, no matter what is yeah. really, uh, it's just really what grounds me and what holds me in my faith. And so. keeps you steady, might I keeps add. Keeps me steady. I love that. <laughs> I love that too. So Susie's devotions use one word to find life application. And the step-by-step -step Bible study method I created, which is a part of Steady On, uses one word to find life application. And that makes us a good team. Yes. Plus, so I just good. love you. Yeah. <laughs> so our verse for today for Bible Talk is Psalm 2713. And it is the theme from the episode that dropped on Wednesday of this week. If you're listening to this when it is dropping live, um, my guest this week was Lainita Smith. Lainita shared about a time in her life when God invited her to trust him with her story. Wow. That doesn't yeah. seem like a big thing to say. And yet, as I listen to Lainita, I'm like, oh, the uh, invitation to trust God with our story. That is a big thing for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was hard for her doing so because Lainita had built what she called a stage perfect Christian life. And when from, uh, she went from a woman who really pretty much felt like she was keeping things together, or at least appeared to be doing so to a woman who felt like everything was falling apart. Yeah. And she talked openly about admitting, um, or, uh, realizing, uh, dealing with that she had suffered abuse in her childhood and finally saying that out loud, um, then learning about, um, experiencing complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And it made it very challenging to deal with the emotions that were surfacing. And she said it felt like a breakdown. I could really, when I was listening to her, I could really relate to, I don't know about you, Susie, but I'm like, I could almost feel just sort of that, like the scariness of all of those emotions and feeling like you were just kind of coming unraveled. That's what I like, just yes. like everything is unraveling mm -hmm. and I don't know when it is ever or how it is ever going to get put back together. And yeah. So, um, but she said it felt like a breakdown, but now she sees it as a breakthrough. And she talked about how much this verse means to her. And it's Psalm 27, 13. I'm going to read it in the NIV. It says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And our word for this episode is goodness. And so I wondered, Susie, would you read or tell us what version you used if it was different than the NIV and and um, maybe something about what you learned as you studied. Yeah, um, I I read it in the um, NLT, the New Living Translation, and it says, yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. And the definition of goodness is the quality of state of being good, of course, and the beneficial uh, flavorful or nutritious part of something. I thought Ooh. that was kind of interesting. Like the really 
Okay, it's the middle part of the cinnamon roll. Yeah, the, <laughs> the middle part of a lot of things, right? Yes, I like yes. the middle part. And oh, but the top of the muffins, the top oh, yeah. of the muffins, I like that. Okay, um, and then the goodness of the Lord, that I looked that up separately, um, refers to character, of course, the righteousness, decency honesty integrity uprightness and virtue virtue um especially and then the opposite of goodness of course i look look up the opposite to help me understand it is i guess you would say badness and evil which is extreme form of badness and, and immorality iniquity sin or wickedness mm. Yeah, I also saw in the opposites dishonesty, which I thought that, Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. that was uh, another one that I'm like, because, because God invites us to trust him. And for me, honest is a, it's just a big, like, I can, I can overlook a lot of things always said with my kids. I'm like, if you do something, you might be in a little bit of trouble, but I'm telling you, if you lie to me, like, that's just like the worst in a relationship for me. And so I'm so grateful to know that one of the most important things that looks between me and God is I know he's always on, like he's, there's no dishonesty. Yeah. There's no uh, separation of good and bad in him. Like it's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite words that I wrote down for goodness was integrity. That's what right. means yes. so much to mm-hmm. me too, yeah. that connected with honesty, just like 100% count on him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I never have no to question, question. not like only that. your word, but your intent, your intent is always yep. good towards yeah. me. Yeah. 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 So when I study a word, I investigate it in three parts. I first compare the word in other translations. And so um, the CEV said, how kind the NET said mm. favor and the NLV said loving kindness. And so mm. um, I'll just plug some of those in. So I will see the uh, favor of the Lord in the land of the living. I will see the loving kindness oh, wow. of the Lord in the land of the living. Yeah. I will see how kind the Lord is. I'll say it that way. I'm not sure exactly that, but how kind the Lord is in the land of the living. Um, and then the second thing I do is I research the original word and the original word in Hebrew means good in the widest sense. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, um, there's no, it's like hmm. infinite good, you know, like it can't get, it's the kind of the good that can't get bigger, you know, like if you have the middle of the cinnamon roll, there might be another thing that might be good. Right. But there might be another thing that is gooder than that, you know, yes. down the road or whatever. <laughs> But this goodness of the Lord is like good in the widest sense. There's like, I no, love that. The widest. No gooder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. There's no gooder coming. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. So it also means beauty and gladness and welfare, mm. joy. Um, it means the best. And it expresses, um, this version of the word expresses the strongest degree of that description. Ooh. So it, again, it's just kind of like the widest sense, the best of the best. Um yeah. So I thought, I thought that was really interesting because yeah. that, that, that had a weight to it that I don't know. Our English word good is used a lot. Right. But this, yeah. like, when you look at it a little bit deeper for me, I'm like, oh, there's like a weight to this good that means more than just, oh, that's good. You know, it's not, yeah. not that kind of, it good. gets a little bit overused and we mm-hmm. get sort of numb to it. Don't we? But to imagine the widest 
sense of the word mm-hmm. I like that like you can't reach around the good you know yeah it's, it's bigger than than what you can reach. <laughs> yeah yeah and then the third thing I do when I investigate a word is I read um, some commentary around just kind of the the verse and get a little bigger context and I want to read a couple of things uh, first from the enduring word it says um it says I would have lost heart unless okay. I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living that's a different uh I don't remember what version that is, but um, it says David is seeking, David's the author here. David is seeking after God and his knowledge of the Lord led him to this triumphant statement. He would have given up or lost heart, but he knew that, that, that the good God would find a way to show his goodness in this life as well as the next, you know, and I think as believers, that's really important because like in the Lord's prayer, it says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Like the, we have this promise of this incorruptible inheritance, right? But there's also this promise of like, there are glimpses of that. There are moments of that here, but we don't have to wait to be in heaven to experience the Lord's will, to experience the Lord's love, to experience the Lord's goodness. Like while we're here, even while we're here on earth and there's sin and there's evil and there's all this corruption and wickedness and our life is a part of that. And we're bad and played like all of that is true. And yet while we're here, God wants to reveal the widest Mm -hmm. sense of the goodness of who he is to us. Right. Like, and I don't know if that means something to me. Also the Bible commentator Barnes said the psalmist refers to the state of mind produced by the efforts of his enemies to destroy him as mentioned in Psalm 27, 12, right above it. Mm -hmm. So numerous, mighty and formidable were they that he says his only support was his faith in God, his belief that he would yet be permitted to see the goodness of God upon the earth. In this time of perplexity and trial, he had confidence in God and believed that he would uphold him and he would permit him to see the evidence of his goodness and mercy while yet mm. on earth. And so again, you think about all these enemies surrounding you, whatever that is. And I mean, sometimes it's external, but a lot of times for me, it's the internal, like, mm-hmm. you know, and that we can be free of that and experience true connection with the Lord um, in this life. And yeah, there's something about that. That's very, <laughs> like, it makes me want to stay at it. Oh, I like that. Yes. Stay at it. Christmas is coming. Does that make you feel excited or angsty? If preparing for Christmas feels more like a race to win or an event to avoid than a peace-filled experience, you might consider joining me for Count Up, Preparing Our Hearts for Christmas. It's a free virtual event hosted by me and my dear ministry friend, Jennifer Elwood. Jenny and I have certainly experienced holiday overwhelm to the extreme, but we also know how important this season is to prepare our hearts to recognize and celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we've put together an offering to help us and hopefully you remember that Christmas isn't a holiday to count down to with dreadful anxiety, but up to with hopeful anticipation. The event will be emailed out November 1st through 4th and conclude with a live Zoom event on November 5, where lots and lots of gifts will be given away. Day one of the event will focus on cultivating a Christmas heart. Day two on setting Christmas expectations. Day three on reclaiming Christmas joy. And day four on managing Christmas stress. Jenny and I will be sharing along with other ministry friends and each session will help you minimize stress and celebrate joy during the quickly approaching Christmas season. There's a link to register in today's show notes. And yes, I did say the entire event is free. I hope you'll join us. And now back to the show. 
recently I was walking around campus lake. I know I talk about that sometimes. So we live in a university town and there's a beautiful, we just live like our college campus is just beautiful. It's picturesque. And we have a lake on campus Mm -hmm. and there's a two mile, 2.2 mile, like walking path around the lake. And I walk that lake often. And I was um, out there by myself one morning, a few weeks ago, and I was struggling. I was walking alone and I just felt this kind of Holy Spirit stirring, like to take some pictures. And I got my phone out of my pocket. Mm. And I just, as I was walking, I just kind of kept taking pictures. I would see, I'm not a picture taker normally. And I um, just kept stopping and finding little places to take the pictures. And then I looked back through them and I had taken, I think 10 or 11 pictures. And when I was done, I just kind of scrolled back through them, you know, on my phone, like you do sometimes. And each one was so different. And yet each one was so the same because they were all pictures around like my lake. It was all my lake, but there was just all these different viewpoints of my lake. And I thought about God being like that. I felt like what he was saying to me that morning was from where you are on this lake, you see it or experience it differently, right? Like this, this looks like this, and this looks like this, and this looks like this. So as you journey around, you're going to see different perspectives um, of this lake. It looks different, but all of the pictures are of the same lake. And where you are in your life right now, you are seeing me, God, and experiencing me differently, but I am always the same God. I am good. What I'm doing in your life is good right here, right now, from this perspective, it might look different. It might feel different, but if you're thinking about the goodness of it, it is never going to be different. And I get my phone out sometimes now since that happened. And I look at those 10, 11 pictures and how different they are, but they all are of the same lake. That lake is a constant, right? At least it is in my life for this time. And, um, And they're all good, even though they're different. And I just felt like God was saying, you know, where you are right now in this thing that you're struggling with, it does feel different. I do not, I'm not saying it doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. But the goodness is always the same. That is powerful. It was for me that morning. It really was for me. Yeah. Well, I walked also, Angie. I walked this really ugly industrial walk that I do um, at lunch often during my work day. I don't have time to go anywhere beautiful. Uh, my school is in a really kind of um, just a, it's an airport neighborhood. It's a lot of businesses and companies with huge parking lots and mm. not much greenery. So anyway, I, I do that walk almost daily during the school year. And I walked it recently, just trying to even thinking about the goodness of God and thinking about finding goodness in ugly places. It's because it is probably the ugliest walk I take. I have lots of beautiful ones that I take near my house. And, but this, this school walk is not pretty. So I thought, well, surely there'll be some little flower popping up or some little like thing I've never really noticed and God will show me this this beautiful good thing that I can maybe connect to this verse and nope nope <laughs> and it thank was you just for listening, ugly yeah. <laughs> there we go it was just really ugly and I thought you know 
maybe it's the the airplane going overhead. No, it that the underside of an airplane isn't really pretty and it's as loud and it's, you know, cool, but it's not it's not something I consider like good that it's flying over me right now. Anyway, there was just nothing and I thought maybe this is is my lesson that that sometimes it just doesn't look pretty. Not even one little tiny flower popping out of the sidewalk crack, you know, and and then I realized, wait, seeing God's goodness isn't always vis- visual. Mm. To see God's goodness is sometimes about, I think, like what Lynetta was saying is just realizing or comprehending trusting the goodness of God. So maybe it's not this like, oh, I see it. Like visually, there's this beauty right now or like I'm in this great place now. And, uh, but I guess what I think about with this walking image is I get back to school and my whole afternoon is better because I walked. So the, the goodness happens in, in almost like a cellular level in my body, in my heart, you know, pumps faster and more oxygen is going to my, my extremities and my mind is clearer and I have more energy than if I'd sat during lunch and not gotten some exercise. So the, yes, I walked in an ugly place, but that the goodness that happened was internal and Mm -hmm. it, it changed the rest of the day. Yeah. And so I guess I've many, many times read this verse and thought, the land of the living is that like heaven like is like I, Lynette was saying like is that just for like thinking good things about later because this is not very pretty right now this is not doesn't seem good and sure enough good things can be happening even if we're not able to take a picture of it you right know? yeah even if we can't name it Exactly. I love both of these illustrations because for yeah. me, I think like God was just saying, even though it feels different, it is still good. Look and look mm-hmm. and find. And for you, I, I go back to the verse, which says in the NIV, it says, I remain confident of this. What does he say? I will see yeah. the goodness of the Lord. Not I do see. Yeah. At least in that, right? <laughs> right. Like right now, the place I'm walking in looks like yeah. industrial maybe smog and airplanes or something. You know what? But mm-hmm. I remain confident of this because you are good that I will see your goodness. Mm-hmm. And part of that is like in, in my walking, it's lifting your eyes and being like, okay, yeah, no, it doesn't look like what you expected. Will you see the yeah. good, right? Will you see the good? And, and will and you trust, trust that the good doesn't change? Yeah, yeah go ahead. And will yeah. you trust that the, that good things are happening um, that you may not understand? Yeah. That, yeah. In, like, I don't understand what happens inside the body with the oxygen exchange and the, mm-hmm. the cellular level but I just know I feel better mm-hmm. after an afternoon walk versus the times that I'm not yeah. able to get out for a walk. And, um, and so maybe sometimes we have to look a little harder for that goodness. Like Lynetta was saying to really look for it intentionally yeah. um, and think bigger than like, I just don't see it yeah. or it doesn't look the way I need it to, right. but maybe it feels different or maybe something's happening inside of your heart and mind that's going to make something different later and make something good that maybe wasn't going to be right right yeah yeah 
I love being able to pull my phone out and look at those pictures and just remember how he met me during a morning when I was struggling. And I love like he's even though your walk, you know, wasn't as pretty as mine, he created a memory for you about his presence, Mm -hmm. you know, too. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that we can go back to and remember those times when he's really showed up for us in a tangible way, in Mm -hmm. a heart way that reminded us that he sees us and, and he is working, like you said, even when, even when it's not as obvious as what it is at other times. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder. I needed that today. Yeah. 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 It's always a pleasure (laughs) to do these with you and friend, we are so glad that you have popped in to listen. And I really encourage you if you have not, it only takes a minute. If you have not done this already, I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And again, thank you so much for listening, Susie. Thank you for being my partner in this and uh, until next time. Peace.